Hello, listeners. It's a very special pod for you guys today. It is the 10-year anniversary of the sophomore Drake album, Take Care. We're going to play a few different songs to start this thing, get the mood right, get the team set. This one is Lord Knows featuring Rick Ross. And we'll get into the program. Thank you guys for tuning in. First night here, and this girl right here, who knows what she knows? So I'm going through a phone. If she go to the bathroom and a purse right there, I don't trust these hoes at all. But that's just a result of me paying attention to all these women that think like men with the same intentions. I'm talking strippers and models that try to gain attention. Even a couple porn stars that I'm ashamed to mention. But Weezy and Stunner, my only role models. Half and Jordan, my only role models. That's why I walk. Maddie Ice, one of your role models? Of course. Okay. Yeah. Is Mama G one of the role models? Yeah, absolutely. Is Seth one of your role models? Yeah. He's done that. So? Okay. Is there anyone else? Mike Allstock. Who? Mike Allstock. Mike Allstock? Mike Allstock. Is that the office? No. Oh. He's that. He's playing the NFL. Oh. The best fullback of all time. He's better than Marcel Reese? Dude. Stop. <laughs> He's better than Tolbert, I'll give you that. I'll tell you that one. Stop. This one is Underground Kings by Drake. Rich off of trouble water, ice in my muddy water. Rich off of mixtape, got rich off of mixtape. Probably shouldn't be driving, it just got so much harder. Can't even see it straight, I can't even see it straight. Uh, fuck with me, I'm out of shots. Live a little, cause niggas die a lot. And lie a lot, but I'm the truth, that's right, I fucking said it. Delivering proof that you ain't gotta die to get to heaven. You, girl, you right there, you look like you like this shit. How'd I know, how'd I know? That's me on some psychic shit. I could tell a lie if you're asking me my whereabouts, but I might talk that real if you ask me what I care about. Oh, I'll talk that real if you ask me what I care about. Rapping bitches, I'm not gonna lie about what I care about. And bitches until all of it switches, I swear. It's been two years since somebody asked me who I was. I'm the greatest man. I said that before I knew I was. Facts. That's what's important. What really happened before this when me and my crew was all about this rapper from New Orleans singing, walking like a man. How do you think I've come off or we've come off egotistical over the last couple pods? Uh, no one said that to me. What is, wait, what is, but I just wonder if that's a thing. Egotistical? What does that even mean? Like Just, um... Bragging, very, very uh, overrating yourself. Like you do something, no. but you act like it's a bigger deal than it is. No, I think even like in today's world, like hyping yourself up is needed. Like you, you know, you got to be able to see the positive in life. I like that. I like yeah. that. Cause I don't know, man. I, I'm not saying that um, you sounded egotistical or I have or anything like that. I, I, I don't regret anything I said. I don't mince words, but I could see where people, are, you know, are, are pissed off. But hey, if you don't like the success, then be pissed off. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. This one is called Cameras slash Good Ones Go Interlude. Well, we're, we're getting the ting set. I'm not, yeah. we're going five minutes in with the songs today. If you don't want to hear the Drake songs, just skip, because uh, we're getting the ting set. Word on road is the click about the blow. You ain't gotta run and tell nobody, they already know. We've been living it's been on 10 years since one of my favorite albums. Love, but it's the most influential album heard it probably in my life. Why I asked you how you right mean, how you yeah. mean, thought you knew about the ting. Hey. Oh, I thought you knew. I thought you knew about Alan George. That's why I, I thought you knew. <laughs> I thought you knew about the team. 
Yeah. I guess you didn't know about the team. Um, how you mean? How you mean? What you know about the team? Man, these niggas need to stop it. They be crowding up the scene. You're Baby girl, you scene. need Just to stop, stop it. All that pride and self esteem. Got you angry about this girl. I'm with in all the magazines. Baby, she look like a star, but only on camera. Only on camera. Only on camera. Look like we're in love, but only on camera. You know who that is? Only on camera. Yeah. Only on camera, don't listen. You guys already know what this one is. You already know what the vibes is. You know what the ting is. This is headlines. I saw the job at Carousel this week. I'm feeling myself. I don't give a fuck. I might be too strong out on compliments. I'm not. Overdose on confidence. Started not to give a fuck and stop fearing the consequence. I'm drinking every night because we drink to my accomplishments. Faded way too long. I'm floating in and out of consciousness. And they saying I'm back. I'd agree with that. I just take my time with all this shit. I still believe in that. I had someone tell me I fell off. Ooh, I needed that. And they wanna <laughs> see me pick back up. Oh, wow. I, leave it at. I know I exaggerated things. I, I got it like that. Tuck my napkin in my shirt. Cause I'm just mobbing like that You know good and well that you don't want a problem like that you This last one is Crew Love This was the song jewel. that Huh? The Crown Jewel <laughs> Okay I wasn't going to go there with it But yeah, it is it's The Crown Jewel Probably one of the best songs If not the best song of the album Which is saying a lot for this album This album is fucking full Unreal. of gems yeah. um, Also The weekend Coming Out Party I'm going to let this one rock, man You guys got to listen to The weekend. Six minutes in, I don't give a fuck. This is like Mayfield Podcast, episode 116. I've been doing this for over two years now. We never celebrated the three year anniversary, Al. We never did that. Mm. We're gonna do that tonight. I just remember that. We're gonna do that tonight. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate it. I appreciate the love and the hate. Trust me. We'll never know what Harvard gets us. I guess we'll never know. I already get it. I'm already fucking there. I didn't need the degree to do it. I didn't need the student debt to do it. I'm already fucking there with it. I like who I'm becoming. There's times where I might do it just to do it like it's nothing. There's times where I might blow like 50k on a vacation for all my soldiers just to see the looks on all their faces. All it took was patience. I got a lot of friends to come up off the strip for me. 
The same ones that'll come up off the hip for me The realest niggas say your lyrics do shit for me I, I told my story that made it his story Telling my reservations for 20 I never really been one for the preservation of money now I spend my money, that's spend it all while I'm breathing That LBO and that XO is everything That BMP is everything you believe in guys riding that one out with me. It is a 10 year anniversary of one of the best albums to ever come out in my opinion. Take Care by Drake, a sophomore release that honestly proved a lot for him. Yeah. I mean, that was after Think Me Later. Think Me Later wasn't that hot of an album. There were some hits. We knew Drake would be a star, but that made him like in a different stratosphere kind of thing. Yeah. Um, people think nothing was the same was better, man. What do you think? No shot. Really? No shot. Why is that? I just think, I don't know. I just think this is his best album. I think it it's like to this day, I think, you know, a lot of the songs people still listen to. Whereas, I mean, that's really the case for most of his albums. I just think this one, top to bottom, is better than any album he's put out. I think so too. I mean, yeah. people say nothing was the same, it's more focused, it's more energetic. I'm like, energetic? It all sounds the same. Yeah, Drake, yeah. It yeah. all sounds the whole, the whole album sounds like he's just floating on a cloud, just out in space, just. With a blanket. Like, I just, I, I don't know, man. It doesn't tickle my fancy like that. Take care. He was, the bars were hitting. There was no corny shit yet. Yeah. Um, the worst song on Take Care is nowhere near as bad as a worst behavior, 305 yeah. to My City, which is fucking horrendous. I hate that fucking song. Yeah, that song. 305 bad. to My City? The Tonight Was a Night, go get you some lobster and shrimp? Like, stop. Shrimp's not expensive. Lobster? <laughs> but shrimp's not expensive. Go get some shrimp. I can buy a pound at the store for 10 bucks. That's not, that was 10 years ago too, but it is what it is, man. Welcome to episode 116 of the Blake Mayfield podcast. I am your buzzed host, Blake Mayfield, and I'm here today with my good friend, one of my best friends, Alec White. Al, how are you? Doing good. 10 year you know, anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good day. Yeah. yeah. We're recording from a secret location somewhere in the northern part of California. Yeah. Uh, we are not at the library because we just simply didn't want to be there. Um, I didn't want to do any time restraints. I wanted to be able to yell and play songs and be able to do my thing. Um, also, we can't drink beer in there, and I'm having a blue moon. So, yeah, yeah I'm cool with that. I was supposed to be uh, – you know what's funny? I always think about, like, the people that I did the uh, sober program recovery thing with. Like, if they ever listen to the pods, and I'm like, I'm drinking beer. Ah, you know what yeah. I mean? But it's like, I don't go overboard. This is only my second one. Um, yeah. This is probably going to be it because you guys like cutting me off after two because you think I go crazy. But – I don't know. Am I going crazy right now? A little bit. Am I? A little bit. People talk shit about me. People, man, people have been talking shit about me all year in the I, fantasy I, group I chat. Get, I try to get you all worked up. <laughs> I'm calm. It's a calming environment. <laughs> we ain't yelling. I want to give a special shout out and thank you to all the Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Overcast listeners. Thank you guys very much. I appreciate you very much for tuning in. However you guys tune in, it's very cool of you. Very exciting for me. Uh, just to know that people out there give a fuck and they actually want to... Here we have to say, because you can get this anywhere at any time, whether it's radio, whether it's podcasts, YouTube, you can get stuff like this anywhere. So the fact that you guys choose to tune in here, it does mean a lot to me. It really does. And I appreciate that a lot. I want to give a special shout out and thank you to my um, sponsor, JBL Hardscapes. But before we do that, I want to let you guys know I have free coffee mugs coming in. Yes, they are going to be free. They're going to be in for the holidays. Mm -hmm. I'm going to start shipping them out um, or just giving them out on my birthday, which is December 23rd. That's going to be a couple days before Christmas. So if you guys want a free coffee mug, let me know. I'm taking uh, pre-orders, I guess, quote unquote. You don't have to pay for them. It's totally fine. The Blake Mayfield podcast logo is on it. 
Um, anyone that hits me up can get one. I'll figure out a way to get it to you at no cost. If you want to pay for shipping and you don't live here in town or whatever, that's totally cool. If not, don't even trip. Don't sweat it. It is what it is. And last but not least, I do want to give a special shout out. Thank you to our sponsor, JBL Hardscapes. Are you in need of a new patio, outdoor kitchen installation, new driveway renovation, or any retaining wall? Look no further than JBL Hardscapes. With over 24 years experience in the trade, JBL Hardscapes provides workmanship for domestic and commercial markets. Contact JBL Hardscapes at 707-260-9151 and ask for Derek to get that dream project finished that you've always won. Again, that is 707-260-9151 and ask for Derek to get that dream project finished that you have always wanted. Without further ado, man, let's get into it. So, like we said, 10 years since Take Care. I didn't realize that's how I was driving here, which mm. um, I got a burp. Excuse me. Jesus Christ. Um, I didn't realize it was a 10-year anniversary until I was driving here. And I haven't seen a lot of articles. People haven't been posting about it on social media. I thought this would be Weird. like one of those things. I think everyone loves nothing was the same. I'm starting to come to that conclusion. Like, oh, everyone thinks that's like his best album. When that album came out, I didn't like it that much. I don't know about you. I, I wasn't big on it. Take Care was the one that, like, I would cry over the girl I never had. And I was, like, this mushy fucking pussy-ass dude that was always trying to, like, mush my way into relationships. And girls, you know, they don't like that shit, so they weren't going for me. Take Care was the album that really uh, made me who I was. Mm. Um, yeah, when I first started smoking the little Swisher cigars, thinking I was cool in high school, this was the album that... Um, you know, really helped out with that. I guess I was eighth grade when I really started getting into it. But um, yeah, man. Anyway, I brought it up to say there's a lot of good memories with this. A lot of bad ones, but a lot of stuff that just, it's a soundtrack to our lives. It's one of those albums that this one, Good Kid, Mad City, Forest Hills Drive, which Good Kid, Mad City's 10 years next year. I'm sure we're going to do something for that. But yeah. uh, Forest Hills, you can even throw in different albums. Uh, maybe like Life of Pablo, Kanye, or Watch the Throne, or Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Those are soundtracks to our lives. From the time we were 12 or 13 to now, there are songs on Take Care that I was listening to, hooping at 6, 7 in the morning with people in middle school and high school with. Um, you know, The Motto's one of them. Headlines is one of them. Marvin's Room, every dude has cried to that. I don't care what you say. Oh, yeah. Every dude has cried to that. If you say you haven't cried to that, you are either weak or you're lying. Or you're both. And yeah, it just is what it is. You're both. Yeah, you're both. <laughs> Oh, I'm a cardiologist. I'm not a fucking pussy. I listen to Tech Nine. You know those dudes out there that act so fucking hard. Like, dude, stop, stop. I can tell you're a pussy. I'm looking you in the eyes. Yeah. So, Al, before I start going crazy off the deep end, what do you think about Take Care, man? Ten year anniversary. How do you feel about it? Doesn't feel like it's a big moment. Doesn't feel like it's a big occasion, but I think it is. It's been yeah. ten years since that album. That's his best album. He's never put out anything better than that. I mean, for me, it's just you know, it's like you said, it's the sound, one of the soundtracks to our lives. I mean. It really feels like I've like grown up with that with that album, um, and even to this day, ten years later, there's still songs that I listen to, not daily but frequently. Um, and yeah, I mean Drake obviously is probably at least top three biggest artists of our lifetime. Um, this generation for sure. Yeah, this generation. Any genre. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, it's just it's crazy that it's been ten years. This is one of those things that makes you feel like really old. Yeah, when I brought like, it up to you, you were like, I feel old. Yeah, because it's like, when I, I was 13 when that came out. And I'm like, well, fuck, now I'm 23. Still like, listening to Marvin's still Room. Still listening to Marvin's Room. <laughs> Marvin's Room. <laughs> 
What's funny is in like the football group chat and stuff, like whenever someone loses a player on IR, we're always like, oh, go run a bath and listen to Marvin's Room. Like, you know, it's always just the go-to song, even all these years later. It's one of those songs that transcends time. That's what I'm about to do later with this Cordero Patterson news. Yeah, the Cordero Patterson news is tough. And we'll get to some sports stuff here in a little bit, but I did want to start off. I feel like it's only right. It's one of the albums that it soundtracked our lives. You know, we're going to do the same thing for Good Kid, Mad City and stuff like that. But, um... I know you're not a huge weekend fan. You don't hate them, but you're not like, oh, let me listen to that weekend. Ah. What do you think about Crew Love? Because that was the weekend I say coming out party. I know that sounds funny when I say that, but the coming out party is what everyone realizes. This motherfucker is legit. And whatever he puts out next, I want to hear it. It was this song. I think Wicked Games popped off next. And then Weekend became Weekend. And then, you know, Can't Feel My Face and all that shit a couple years later. But how do you feel about Crew Love, man? This was the album that really launched him into superstardom. I mean, both both guys, if we're being honest. Yeah. But more Weekend than Drake. I think that it's crazy how you could be featured on one song in an album and that can kind of jumpstart your career. Um, I think, obviously, he was great in that song. I mean, let's not get that twisted. Um, how was he at the Super Bowl? I mean, it was, you know... It, I was just confused. I was just, you know... <laughs> Why are you confused? I don't know. I, well, just because, like, I don't really listen to The Weeknd that much. Because I don't really okay. listen to music anymore, honestly. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it was definitely his coming out party. And that's just, that's just something I've always found crazy. Is like you could be featured on one song and, you know, someone like Drake's album. And then your career takes off. Um, but it's props to him, you know. It's a lot of hard work that goes into that and gets up to that moment. You know what song that... It, it came out years later on streaming services. I think it's on that Care Package album. But it was really around the Take Care era. was um, Trust Issues. Trust issues. Mm. Oh, 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 dude, he was fucking going in on that shit. Um, fuck, man, I want to call George right now and get his take on this take care stuff. We're uh, gonna pause this shit real quick. That boy's sleeping. He ain't sleeping. I'm gonna call George, man. We're gonna get his take on this take care shit. All right, since George is being a fucking pussy, he doesn't want to get on the phone with us because his Niners won. Um, we're just gonna keep doing this thing. Right, sorry, his Rams lost, uh, but he didn't lose a thousand dollars like someone else we know. You know what I mean? The fuck? Pick up your phone, bro. Pick up the phone. He's not even here with us right now. He's a week. Um, the 10-year anniversary, though, man. Look, let me tell you something. This is Drake's best album. This is the best he's ever sounded, I think, on an album. I actually think this might be the most confident he's ever sounded as well. Because every other album, he sounds like he's unsure. He gets made fun of. Nowadays, he tries to be a meme too much. He does the fucking Jeez Louise thing. and says Drake's the kind of guy to say Jeez Louise. It's like, dude, like... The big problem I have with Drake, and I totally tore down Certified Lover Boy. I still can't stand that album. I, I don't listen to it. I don't go back to it. There's a couple songs I rock with, but it's not a good album overall. And it came out two months ago, and I still don't even rock with it. The thing I don't like is that he just turned 35, and he acts 25. He just got a fucking emoji chain with all the emojis and the shit he's talking about. I'm way too sexy for this syrup. I'm way too sexy for this outfit. It's like, dude, you're 35, bro. I do not want to be talking about how I'm way too sexy when I'm 35, Al. I think that's just... With a kid! I think that's him just trying to connect with the next generation. But it's not doing a good job. But in the next generation's eyes, it's like... that That's what they want. Did you listen to Donda? No. Because you, you don't like Kanye? No. Yeah. Because he's a Trump lover. No, I just... <laughs> I was trying to set you up so bad. No, I, I get that. But Donda was a way better album. And Kanye's, what, 40 fucking six or some shit? And he connects way better with the generation now than, than Drake is. I think Drake tries too hard, man. 
This album got a lot of hate at first. That was a real surprising thing. I think all of us liked it at the time because of the yellow shit and the motto and, you know, hate sleeping alone. There's a lot of songs that as we grow up and get in relationships with the girls and do things like that, songs like Hate Sleeping Alone, super underrated. That yeah. song is fucking fantastic. Yeah. Like, kiss me like you miss me, fuck me like you hate me. What'd he say when you're fucking someone else, fucker? Like, she ain't me? Yeah, like, I think so. Dude, he was saying some shit on this album. He hasn't said shit like that since then. This is his number one project to me, album or mixtape or playlist or whatever. I don't think he's ever going to pass it. It's just one of those things. I just can't believe it's been 10 years, man. Yeah, um, I don't want to spend too long on this, but do you have anything else you want to talk about as far as this is concerned? I didn't really realize it until the right over. But any, what are your favorite tracks? We'll, we'll do some of that, and then we'll move on. Uh, headliners. I mean, that's... I think that's... Well, a shot for me. You said shot for me's up there. Yeah, I love shot for me. Uh, okay. Crew no, love. Crew love. I mean, crew love is just... I, I, you know. George, I can't lie. I miss you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the motto's good. I mean, really everything on here. I mean, there's... Most of the songs are good. Um, it's just crazy that it's been 10 years. It's, like, almost hard to believe. I, I, I don't have any words. Like, it's just hard to believe it's been 10 years already. This is what made Drake one of the best of this generation. This is what made Drake one of the more important... Uh, important... Look at me fucking turning the... More important voices, for sure. And this is honestly what launched him to superstardom. Because so far gone is was his breakout. That was the Drake coming out party. You know, best I ever had. He's doing the hand-waving bullshit. Um, the song Forever with Eminem, Lil Wayne, and Kanye. That's mm. like the first ballot Hall of Fame rap song. I've always yeah. said that. Everyone on that song is a first ballot Hall of Famer in the genre. Especially Eminem and Lil Wayne and yeah. Kanye. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude. I mean, he's he really went toe-to-toe with Wayne, Ross, uh, Rihanna. I mean, Take Care. We haven't brought up the song Take Care. I mean, just the breakdown, the bridge on that song is still one of the best moments of his career, I feel like. Uh, what did he say on that song? He's like... Uh, you hate being alone, you mm-hmm. ain't the only one. Like, it's just... <laughs> yeah. I remember this album was always on the radio. It was just everywhere. Everywhere you everywhere. looked and turned. It was this and the Jay-Z Kanye shit. Yeah. Um, in Paris, as we say, as white folks. Did I knock at the door? No. No? No. Okay, good. Um, so, yeah, man, I don't know. This is just... It's one of those albums. It's iconic. I have this on vinyl. I have it on a CD. It might be a knock at the door. Let's check that out. All right, so no one broke in. We're all good. We're safe. So anyway, let's wrap this up, man. Yeah. What are the favorite tracks? Give me three least favorite tracks. Give me one. Because there's very little on this album that I'm just like, this is filler. This sucks. My three favorite are definitely head, Headlines, Crew Love. Um, I really like Make Me Proud. I thought Make Me Proud was a really good song. You, you've been bringing that yeah, one I, up. I like that one a lot. Um, <laughs> Do you want me to sing that one too? No. <laughs> um... I don't think it's getting hard, but how you got it, how you got it, there you go. Like in, <laughs> some of these songs I haven't heard in so long, so it's hard for me to say which ones are bad. Um, how I do you go back to this album? Pretty often. I mean, when I, I listen to music, I actually listen to it quite a bit. Yeah. Um, Practice was kind of like a poor man's version of Marvin's Room, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, so I'd probably go with that one. I wasn't really big on that song. You see the top one just practicing fucking with some girl? It's like, yeah. okay, I don't Leave this off. Like, yeah. I don't need that. That's not substance. Um, three favorites. Give me headlines. Give me crew love. Give me fucking... Give me Hey Sleeping Alone. Mm. Yeah, give me give me yeah. that one. I like that one. It's a good outro to the album. Um, just, he has so many bars on there. Where he, what's the one where he's talking about... Um, what does he say to the chick? He's talking about some shit. He said, uh, uh, you want to say that's in my face or something like that, then I hang up. How dare you tell me it's tougher for you? Like, I don't hear about the people you be mm. fucking with, too. 
Ooh, and Drake was getting his shit off in 2011. And just the whole lead up to the album, you know, he had the single Marvin's Room, then he had the Take Care single, then the Trust Issue shit came out. The songs he was doing with Wayne for Carter Four at the time. You know, he he just popped off from the Thank Me Later days. Him and Nikki had great chemistry. Him and Tyga were making songs together. Just why yeah. am you know, Young Money as a collective was just hot as fuck at the time. That was like their run, 2009 to like 13, 14. Everyone kind of cooled off after that, especially Wayne. Mm-hmm. But man, that four or five year stretch, you couldn't go and listen to the radio without hearing at least a Drake, Nikki, or Wayne song. Yeah. You know, with maybe all three of them on it. So it is what it is, man. Take care is fantastic. Um, any chance we do this for nothing was the same? If we do this for nothing was the same, I'm hating. I'm going to do a lot of hating. Right, yeah. I actually think Scorpion is better. And that's going to piss off a lot of people. I think Scorpion's better. I think More Life is better. I think if you're reading this is better. Like I think there's three or four albums, or those aren't albums, but you know, I think yeah. there's three or four projects of his that are better than nothing was the same. I don't think it's that great of an album. I never have. I remember uh, shout out to Seth. I remember he came up to me the day it came out, and he's like, "Yo, three hundred five to my city." I'm like, "What are y'all on right now? This album sucks. Like this album blows. Like yeah. none of it was hitting." I will tell you though. Just hold on, we're going home. Mm. Al, I don't get many women. Okay, this is something you know about me pretty well. All my friends know this. All, all the girls know this. Because <laughs> if we know what the girls know it too. If I ever get married, that's playing at the wedding. That's playing when I'm walking out with all you guys as my groomsmen. That's playing during the after party, the reception, whatever they call it. That's playing the next morning. That's playing in the hotel room leading up to it. And we're doing pictures and we're putting our suits on and getting our you know our hair yeah. together. That that song is playing. That's gonna get me in my my vibe. That's an all time great. That's an all timer. Yeah. That's probably Drake's best R and B song. I've always said that. And I, I would put that against any song, even a song on Take Care or anything. But I know it's a sports pod. We're twenty five minutes in now doing the Take Care shit. Let's move on, man. Okay. Let's talk about some football now. So. There was a lot of shit that happened in week 10 that we did not see coming. It's Monday night. We're recording right after the Rams and 49ers game, which was another shocking result. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank God I didn't bet on this game because I would have lost money. Not $1,000, but I would have lost some money to this to my dad. The Ravens, though. Let's start on Thursday night. Let's go backwards. The Baltimore Ravens lost to the Miami Dolphins 22-10 to in Miami on Thursday night. Lamar Jackson had, what, one touchdown? Was yeah. it a rushing touchdown? Or it was throwing? a throwing touchdown. Two picks, though, right? Yes. What do you think, man? It's on your fantasy team. Disappointing outcome. Yeah, I mean, for starters, that game was just boring as shit. I mean, Thursday <laughs> night, honestly, this year, is, there's been some good ones, but there's been some duds. There's been one good game, or yeah, two good games. There, there, for the most part, has been some duds. Um, Lamar, I thought that the Dolphins had a really good game plan against them. They basically just threw the house at him every play and said, we're going to make you beat us throwing, um, which Lamar had trouble, but the receivers were dropping a lot of balls. Hollywood Brown dropped it. I don't even know how many balls. Um and then, you know, the Ravens' defense played pretty good, just not not good enough. Blue one coverage ended up costing them the game. Um, your boy Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle, he's just consistent. You know what you're going to get out of him. Um, you want to share with the listeners what you shared with me yesterday? No. Your hot take? I do not want to share that. Oh, because it's your fantasy gem. Yes. Can I share it? No. <laughs> I'm not I'll, sure. I'll share it. Okay. <laughs> No one's going to listen to this a year from now and be like, oh, I'm going to get Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle will be next year's uh, Cooper Cup breakout receiver. Whew, that's a hot take. I, I, I just burned my hand. I need some fucking... I, I, it, I just... I feel it coming. What's that jelly you put on your back when you get a sunburn? What's that shit called? Aloe vera. <sighs> I need some of that shit right about now. That's a hot Especially take. Especially if they, if they get Deshaun Watson. 
Jalen Waddles. Jalen Waddles next year is Cooper Cup. Yes, hundred percent. Explain this. Just the amount of targets that he gets and the amount of catches he has. It's just so reminiscent of what Cooper Cup was like at the beginning of his career. Just the you know the slot receiver who catches a lot of balls. Just that quarterback security blanket. Um, and I think that Waddle's actually a little bit more advanced than Cooper Cup was when Cup first got into the league. Um, obviously, he went to Alabama and Cup went to Eastern Washington, so that's a little bit expected. Um, I just I they, there's so many similarities in their game to me. I, it wouldn't surprise me if Waddle is, just breaks out next year. I'm getting the phone call. Hold on. Hello, it's George. <laughs> We're live on air, man. What's going on, man? Bro, what are you doing? We want to talk to you about take care. I could give a fuck about the Rams game, but now we're off the subject. But I'll go backwards for you since you did call me. Did I see what? Yeah, yeah, I can hear, I can hear you. What's up? Yeah, you look like Keenan Allen right now, but yeah. What about TikTok? No, I, I can't tell when you read something, no. Or like, if you send me a video when I watched it. It doesn't tell me, no. Okay, like, thank God. Why? I sent some bitch this video. Alright, man, hold on, real quick. Give me the best song on Take Care. You can only pick one. Best song on Take Care? Which one? We are live on air. George Torres has called in. I don't think it was really prepared, but that's okay. We're trying to get a hold of him for the Take Care shit. Um. We're talking about the Ravens and the Dolphins game, but I'll, I'll let you get your shit off about the take care thing. By the way, when you listen back to this, I already called you a pussy like three times, so just don't get offended. <laughs> what, me, okay, to help you out, me and Al said headlines, crew love, and uh, well, what was your third one? Fuck, what was it? Make uh, me proud. Yeah, make me he proud. said make me proud was one of the top three songs. I think that's a hot take. What do you think about that? I'm not a big fan of that song. It's, it's literally just personal preference. Like, whatever you enjoy the most. Because I don't like Make Me Proud, but I can see why Al or someone would like that song. I think The Ride is pretty mm. good. Mmm. Mmm. Talking about fucking go to the French Laundry in Napa Valley, scallops and dolce, right up your alley. <laughs> oh, you're in Napa Valley. You ever go to the French Laundry? I like that. I like that answer. Not yet. Not no. It's just not yet. I like that. All right, man. Hey, can we call you back about the Rams shit in a little bit, or are you just not going to do that at all? I have bad connection when I'm in bed, so no. I mean, hey, man, you called me. I'm doing that, I'm doing that future toxic shit. I'm not you can't hear. I can't talk. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Is, is Take Care Drake's best album, and then I'll let you go. 
is Scorpion better than Nothing Was the Same? Okay, fair enough. Have a good night. <laughs> so we got our podcast weekly George Torres appearance right there. Let's go back to the Ravens, man. Um, I don't know what to think about this because Lamar was probably the MVP favorite. Yeah, just when I was coming into this up. week. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, not only that, because you weren't the only one, but he was having that great of a year. He was number one in points last week. He's still number one in points this week, which is crazy because he had a bad game and he's still number one in points. Mm-hmm. But. I, the Ravens are kind of like the Rams. They're kind of like the fucking Browns. They're kind of like a lot of these teams where it's like, I don't know what to think. I don't know if I should think you're a real contender, if you're a pretender. If we were to go back and do that segment and just wait another week, I, I couldn't even tell you who really... Because are the Buccaneers contenders? Like, sure, they can make the NFC Championship game, but can they make the Super Bowl again? I just don't know if they're that good. As far as the Ravens go, man, look, this was surprising, but every team is due for a loss like this a couple times a year. Yeah. Did anyone think they were going to go to Miami and lose? No. But look, these teams had three days rest. That's a big thing. That's yeah. a big problem in the NFL. That's why I personally don't like that. I'm not sure that you guys do a Friday night game, yeah, actually. I, I think the Thursday night games aren't going to be a thing much longer. Yeah. The players really don't like them. They don't. A lot of injuries. A lot of injuries. And yeah. plus, it makes it to where, like, okay, so let's take, for example, next Thursday is Thanksgiving. The Cowboys and Saints play the Thursday of the week after. That works out because you get a full week rest, but that only happens once a year. Yeah. Keep the Thursday Thanksgiving Day games. I mean, Thanksgiving is the NFL's holiday, the same way the NBA owns Christmas, the same way that hockey kind of owns New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. If you don't like college football like me, college football owns New Year's Day because football just yeah. runs America as far as the sport goes. But there's very few holidays where it's like, you know, Easter doesn't have anything going on. Fourth of July, there's no sports. Like, there's very few things that you can nail down. Do a Friday night football schedule. I agree. I know there's high school games and people going out and stuff like that. But, man, if there was a Ravens-Dolphin game on Friday night and I have the weekend off from work, people are going to be more willing to party, more willing to go out, more willing to bet. Yeah. I think it's a better move for the NFL. Well, the other thing is that game in Miami didn't get over until past midnight in Miami. They don't care about that shit, Al. Well, I'm saying like people on the East Coast, like they're they're not going to stay up that late on a Thursday night. It was two East Coast teams. Yeah, Baltimore which, and Miami. I just don't think people are going to stay up that late on a Thursday night. Which right. I think moving it to a Friday or even a Saturday, which you would draw probably not double the audience, but a lot more viewers. I think that'd be dope. The NFL should look into that. Like a Sunday night or a, sorry Saturday night football game. You do your 10 a.m. slate, your 1:25 slate, your Sunday night game, your Monday night game. And you call it. Just own the weekend. Get yeah. a three-day weekend in. I don't, I've never understood this Thursday night football thing, except Thanksgiving. It might honestly just be to dodge college football, because college football kind of rules Friday and Saturday. And I think that's what it is. Because there the is NFL. a lot of college football fans out there. Yeah. They feel like they have to. And not for nothing. I mean, let's look back last year, man. I know we're kind of going off topic from Ravens-Dolphins, but we know what the deal is. The Ravens yeah. aren't out of it, and the Dolphins suck. Last year, the Ravens-Steelers got moved to, like, a fucking Wednesday afternoon. It was, like, 1.30 on a Wednesday. Yeah. Fucking empty stadium in Pittsburgh, and it was still the highest-rated program on cable that day. Yeah, it's an NFL game. The NFL is fucking king as far as sports go, TV programming. Sunday Night Football is still the most watched primetime show in America every year, more so than any other show. That's wild. that's insane. Yeah, it has been for like 15 years now. So I don't know, man. If I'm Roger Goodell and I'm the owners, I would figure out a different way. But you know, they don't really care about the players like that, man. They're gonna yeah. make their money regardless. The networks. Thursdays, it's just, it's becoming such a problem. Just there's so many injuries that happen on Thursday night games. Right. And it's so many, like, serious injuries. It's like ACLs, hamstrings, like a lot of, and a lot of soft tissue stuff. 
let's take the injuries out of it. It's not a good product. Yeah. The NFL is all about pushing product. And why do you think roughing the passer and you hug him is 15 yards down? They want to protect the quarterbacks. The quarterbacks are the money. The quarterbacks are the State Farm guys. Excuse me. The quarterbacks are the Wingstop guys and the fucking yeah. IHOP guys and shit. Progressive commercials. So if you want to protect your product, why put these guys in harm's way like that? Three days rest? That's insane. Yeah. For an NFL player, and it's not really three days rest because you're going from the Sunday, let's say morning game, to Monday, you may have a day off, or you practice. Tuesday and Wednesday, you are 100% practicing for the game and getting yeah. ready. And then you got to travel there. If you're Baltimore to Miami, that's a two or three hour flight. You got to do that at some point. You get off the jet, you hit your hotel room, then you have to suit up for the game. That's a tailspin. And the only debate really to be had is that you get the 10 days afterwards, which I understand. But let me tell you what, man. Players don't give a fuck about the 10-day rest period. No, they don't they... want to play games. Yeah. They don't want to play two games in five days. And why would they? Yeah. That's insane. Anyway, man, let's get off of this. Are we sure the Dallas Cowboys aren't contenders? We roughed them off last week as if they just weren't shit because they lost to Denver. I, I said they're not going to lose to Atlanta like that back-to-back. Atlanta looked absolutely horrible. They're one of the teams I think we can write off, which we're going to do that in a little while. But are, are we sure the Cowboys in this climate this year can't reach the Super Bowl? I had a Packers-Cowboys NFC Championship in the preseason. You guys thought I was crazy. The Cowboys are so tricky to me because they're, that offense is just so good. It's just you never know if that defense is going to show up. Um, I mean, that offense, anywhere you look, is there's someone that can score 40 fantasy points in a game. I mean, it's... It's, oh, like Zeke. Sure. Um, <laughs> this week is to me the big the big test of you know can we count on the Cowboys? Yeah. This this is their their test in my this opinion. This is the one. Yeah. Because the Chiefs are back. Chiefs are. This back. isn't this isn't fucking lowercase go yeah, going been, out there. We've been wondering when the Chiefs were going to have that forty point. Mahomes is going to go for four hundred and five tuds, and it just happened. It literally happened. Yeah. And Kelsey's back. I mean, Tyreek yeah. Kill, Tyreek Kill, Kelsey had over hundred yards. Tyreek Hill's back. He had two tutters. Tyreek Hill's back. I don't know if Kel- Kelsey's, Kelsey's back. back too. Kel- Kelsey lost his superpowers when he shaved his beard off. I don't want to hear different. Dude, he had almost 120 yards for a tight end. That's Tyreek Hill had two tuds. Yeah, we didn't have any more near the amount of yards that Kelsey had. His name is Ty- Go ahead. That was it. <laughs> that's all you have on the Cowboys? I just think that this week is their big test. I think that they're absolutely a Super Bowl contender. It's just... That we have to see how that defense holds up against an offense like the Chiefs, because you're going to get the Bucks offense, you're going to get the Rams offense, you're going to get the Cow- or, uh, the Packers offense. You know the NFC is loaded with juggernaut offenses, so we're really going to, even though the Chiefs are in the AFC, we're really going to see how the Cowboys defense goes up against one of the NFL's best offenses. The Cowboys almost have too many people to use on offense. The question is the defense, but we got to keep in mind, man, I know Mike McCarthy didn't do anything really after the Packers won the Super Bowl in 2010. This isn't Jason Garrett anymore. This isn't the Jason Garrett-led Cowboys. They can actually do some damage. I believe in football gods. I said to you guys, Packers-Cowboys because Rodgers, and I think that the Rams and Bucks can both get beat. I mean, look at the Rams last two weeks. I mean, it's like, it's literally like the Pat Mahomes shit where I said someone dressed up as them for Halloween and went out there and it wasn't actually Mahomes or Stafford throwing the football. That's what Stafford looked like tonight. Yeah. And against the Titans. It's like literally his fucking brother dressed up as him and threw the football around. And it's not him out there. He says he's fine with a thumb injury or whatever it is with the ankle. May not be. That boy's not. I'm telling you right now he's not. Yeah. That is way more serious than he's letting on. And why would you put that out there for your opponents? I understand that. But... 
This isn't a Jason Garrett-led team, man. CeeDee Lamb being there? Nuclear. I mean, Amari and Gallup is good, but you take Amari out of it. If Gallup doesn't get all those receptions, you have to rely on Zeke. If you stack the box like the Bucks and the Rams can do, you're left with what? Tony Pollard and Gallup? Yeah. Uh, 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 Dalton Schultz? Dawson Schultz? What's his name? Dalton Schultz. Dalton Schultz? Nah, man. There's this guy named CeeDee Lamb who's fucking legit. He's on my fantasy team. He's had, what, three two-touchdown games this year now? The Bucks game, he had two tuds. The Patriots game, he mm-hmm. saved their ass. He was the only reason they won that football game. And then this last week, you know, he's the reason they blew it wide open. He had two of the first three touchdowns Dak threw. Having that thing in fantasy is fantastic. And we're going to get into fantasy in a little while. But I wish you the Cowboys are elite, man. I don't know. I, I almost want to get on the bandwagon. Jerry Jones and Jimmy Johnson made up before the season. I think that kind of, in a weird way, hung over the franchise for a long time. Is it fair to say Dak Prescott's a better quarterback than Romo? Yeah. That's fair to say, right? Yeah. Romo's not bad, but I think that's fair to say that Dak's better. And I think Cowboys fans would probably agree. They couldn't stand Romo. Romo's already better in his post-career than he was in his football career. 100%. Um, Let's be honest, man. Is CeeDee Lamb and Amari two of the best receivers they've had since Michael Irvin? I mean, Des Bryant's right there, but who else? Miles Austin? I mean, he was good. I'm not going to disrespect him like that, but he wasn't fucking... He wasn't on the level of Amari. Man, he wasn't no damn... Yeah. Yeah. I know CD's only his second year. I'm not going to act like CD is like this guy that I'm not going to act like he is Michael Irvin because he's not. I think Amari is still somehow the number one. He's been really quiet because people take him out of the game plan, but Amari still had his game in 10, but we had like 11 for fucking 180 and two tuds. Yeah. If you don't game plan against him, that's going to happen. That's just how it goes. You know, teams start to double guys like that. It's like the DK Metcalf thing, it's the Kyle Pitts thing. Mm-hmm. We see that these guys are big, they're bulky, they can run great routes. Amari's still legit. I think it opens things up for CD and Gallup. I'm happy I have Gallup on my team and I have Pollard. But point being, man, this defense will be the reason they don't do it. But I like Micah Parsons. He's a stud. He's going to be Defensive Rookie of the Year. You don't like Trayvon Diggs. Look, I get this whole they bite on the routes, they take gambles. That's why they look good. Guess what, man? That's how you play corner in the NFL. He's Marcus Peters. There's nothing wrong with being Marcus no, I'm not, Peters. No, but I'm, I'm okay. People are acting like he's Jalen Ramsey, and he's not Jalen Ramsey. He's Marcus. You don't Peters. like Jalen Ramsey. No, I like Jalen Ramsey. It's bitterness towards my franchise. <laughs> I wanted you to admit it on the podcast. I have no problem admitting that. <laughs> so Jalen's the best corner in football. Oh, yeah, it's not even close. Who's second? Jair Alexander. Who's third? Probably Peters, right? No. No, I wouldn't say Peters is third. Would you say Trayvon Diggs? No, it'd probably be a lot of more. You don't like him either, though. No, so he's I way consistent. I, I totally disagree. I think Lattimore is a fucking stud. I, I think that was a hot take from you, but that's just me. You know your defense. I'm not going to disrespect you like that. Yeah, I mean, they're, I don't know. It's so hard to think about stuff like that off the top of my head. Um, I definitely think Ramsey and Alexander are probably one and two. Yeah. I yeah. think I think there's a big debate up for third, and I, I'd have to be a little more prepared to kind of, okay. you know. Marlon Humphrey? He's good. But he ain't good with Marcus Peters on the other side. Man, they paid him a hundred million to do fucking what? So anyway, man, <laughs> I, I like how I know the answer when you don't say anything. I like how I just I know what you're thinking. I just move on. You know what I mean? Like we we know what the deal is there, man. He's not a bum, but stop. Hundred million, stop. Cowboys are definitely in it, man. This isn't Jason Garrett anymore. This is Mike McCarthy. I think the weird curse has been lifted off of Dallas. They haven't done shit in twenty five fucking seasons. They have a legit quarterback. The contract shit is away. 
Jerry Jones put a lot of things in place this last season that he finally did right by himself for once. Did the Jimmy Johnson shit, went to his Hall of Fame induction speech and congratulated him and was on TV with him. That was great. He did the shit with Dak where he paid him like he should have. He already paid Zeke. He's mm-hmm. going to pay CD. It's not like they're short of money in Dallas. I know people hate the Cowboys fans, man. I'm not going to lie to you. They might have a case this year. Yep. If Dallas makes an NFC title game, if they make the Super Bowl... Prepare for the Cowboys fans. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Who's worse, the Cowboys or the Niners fans, man? Oh, Niners. I ain't even close. Bang, bang? That shit is so annoying. I'm not going to lie to you. I never heard one person say that. Not one. Dude, I heard it all the time. <laughs> Where were you at? When I was working at the high school, because there's a lot of Niner fans up there. Oh, okay. So kids were saying it. Kids, adults, I mean. Bang, bang. Look, man. Here's another thing that we got going on this year. The Raiders' spirit's broken. Yeah. The Raiders... Just philosophy, their spirit, their their heart. It's shattered. Yeah. John Gruden was probably the nail in the coffin. It's just we didn't realize it yet. They had to play a few more games. They beat teams that were bad. They lost to teams that were good. But it was one of those things where it's like we're going to rally. They beat the uh, Broncos in Denver, a division rival. That was actually a big win for them. Excuse me. Then Henry Ruggs decides to get drunk at Top Golf, And wherever else he went after that and drive 156 miles an hour to somebody. Yeah. And, and then Damon Arnett, Damon Arnett yeah. sexually assaulting someone. That 2020 Raiders draft class has got to go down as one of the biggest blunders in NFL oh, history easy. already. Yeah. There are two first-round picks who weren't even fucking first-round picks. Ruggs was. Stop. Looking back. Well, he, he was a first-round pick, but he wasn't as – they shouldn't have taken him. They that's what I'm C- saying. Okay, I got you. Him and Arnett, they should have went second, third, fourth round. Al, what's up with the Raiders, man? Are they done? There's not much on this I want to go in on. There is a Derek Carr point I want to make, but what do you think about the Raiders, man? Are they going to do anything this season? I don't think so, especially not in that division. That division is so tough. Um, and Are I really, they better than the Chargers? I don't The Chargers did not look good the last couple weeks. Um, I really feel bad for Rich Passaccia. Finally gets, you know, his, his chance and then has to, you know, an interim coach having to deal with all this stuff is, I don't, I don't think we've ever seen it before. Um, they come in threes though. Yeah. So um, it's over with now, but Derek Carr said, you know, I'm not going to lie. Like it's, it's been hard to focus on football, which I, I probably wouldn't be able to focus on yeah, football no either. Shit. Like there's, there's so much going on there. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I, I feel really bad for Derek Carr. Um, and I just, there, there's just so much that has happened that I think it, it, it sunk their season. Did we, and I don't think football fans did this, but did we think this whole Las Vegas move new stadium was going to give them this new identity? Because they're still the same old Raiders to me. They can't figure this out. Yeah. And the I fans mean, are in denial. Yeah. The fans still think they're going to be... It's like, dude, stop. They're not going to do anything. I, I think that, honestly, at this point, it's just clean slate it. Start from the bottom. Start from the top. Work your way down. Mike Mayock, gone. Make sure you get the right head coach in. I'll say, you got to get rid of Pistachio. What's yeah. his name? Uh, Basaccio. Sorry. Um, I mean, as, as, Pistachio. as much as uh, it would hurt to get rid of Derek Carr, I think it's time. I, I think it's just time that they... Really? I just think it's time that they clean slate it and just start fresh. Because they've had so much over the last five years. I mean, you're in a new city. You got a new stadium. There's been just, a lot of changes, man. You gave Gruden $100 million. You're on hard knocks. Yeah. I just... I, I think it's time. I, <sighs> too a much, lot of changes. Too much has happened for them to kind of keep the same little cast that they have. I think it's time to kind of tear it down a little bit. 
do you think Mark Davis and he won't? But do you think he should sell the team? I thought he should have sold the team before a while ago. Really? Yeah. Okay. I, I just I don't know. That's such a hard one for me because I don't really understand that aspect of it fully. But I mean, it's just look at what you put on the field and who you put on the sideline. That that's that's the ultimate testament to an owner for me. That's why I've been wanting the uh, Shad Khan to sell the Jaguars for ten years now. Because you know these these owners, they're not these franchises aren't going anywhere as long as these owners are in place. I feel like things may start at Mark Davis as far as problems go. Look, this is one of those things that I think it's a real thing in sports. It's a real thing in a lot of businesses. The kids don't value the work and the dedication and the service it takes to give the care that needs to be given to put out a good product. I think Stephen Jones, when Jerry passes, Cowboys ain't going to do a fucking thing. Yeah. Guess who worked for it? Jerry. Guess who worked for it? Al Davis did. And say what you want about him at the end, man. He got them three bulls in a matter of, what, seven years, eight years, nine years? That's insane, especially for the 80s. The Raiders have this rev of being this badass, hard-ass team. We fight through anything, you know, the, the, the autumn wind. I mean, but it's all nostalgia. That's all Oakland Raiders. You've gone to L.A. and back now. You've gone to Vegas now. Yeah. Mark Davis to sell. He won't. NFL franchises are one of the most prestigious and valuable things in the world right now. If you mm-hmm. don't own a soccer team, an NFL team, or some fucking Bitcoin, you might be in some economic trouble here in the next year or two. Those are literally the only safe things it feels like. Yeah. Maybe the NBA as well. Um, look, man, I agree. Get rid of Mayock. you got to get a clean slate. Get, get rid of... I'm so, I don't want to say Pistachio. What's his name? Basaccio. Basaccio. That's his name? Yeah. Basaccio. Okay, get rid of Basaccio. Not because he's bad, but you just need some fresh faces in there. But man, I disagree, man. You can't let Derek Carr go. For anything that it is fucking worth, you cannot start over a quarterback. Is he Mahomes? No. Is he Herbert? No. Is he Burrow? He's not. Who else are you going to pick? Spencer Rattler? No, I'm asking. That's yeah. my fucking point. You're I mean, not getting Aaron Rodgers. You're gonna sign Big Ben. But here's who the are you thing. getting? How much Baker? Money, how much money is Derek Carr gonna want though? He's gonna want the max. I'm not giving Derek Carr the max. I don't think he's worth that. What has he shown you to make? Because this is what the Raider fans argue. But what has he shown you to show he's not that guy this year? How many playoff games has he won? I that, mean, this this will be his third contract. This will be his third contract. Like if you haven't won a playoff, has he even won a playoff game? He's won one. He, no, they have not. Oh no, they lost. That's they right. Lost, he, but yeah. he was hurt. He was hurt. That's but right. But they haven't made it with him healthy since. That if you haven't won a playoff game by your third contract, I'm sorry. You That's not fair, though, man. Hold on now. They got rid of Amari Cooper his fourth year in. That was his top guy. They yeah. haven't got him anyone since. Who have they signed or drafted? That's been out of this world. You got Darren Waller out of the fucking blue sky because you got lucky. And let's be honest, I love Darren Waller and his story. Where the fuck has he been? Yeah, he's he's. They're Where's taking, he been? He's getting taken out of games. Give me Jordy Nelson and Deshaun Jackson. You drafted Henry Ruggs over Steedy Lamb, Justin Jefferson. Give me the list. You got the fucking list in your head. Judy. Judy. Give me the list. Uh, Ayuk. <laughs> I mean, there's more. I'd rather have Lavisca than Ruggs, honestly. Ah, no, no, no. That's what we're stopping. I'd rather have I'd rather have Ruggs than Judy too. But look, man. You know, I saw a guy yesterday. Me and George were a Dutch after the after the thing. He had to get gas. Guy was wearing a Henry Ruggs jersey. That's wild. I almost wanted to fucking say something. Be like, dude, you know what the fuck's going on right now? You're wearing a Henry Ruggs jersey at the gas station? Just the irony. I'm like, dude, stop. But you can tell he's one of those white trash motherfuckers. Whatever. Um, 
do the Raiders. I, I don't know what to make of this. Their spirit's broken. They're decimated. But you, you have to give Carr. Okay, maybe don't give him a max deal. you got to franchise tag him. You gotta I, at least give yeah. one more year. I, I think the you can't blame this on Derek Carr. You can't no. blame last year on Derek Carr. No, that's all Gruden. Yeah, I agree. The face mask and Fitzpatrick throws it downfield. That's a Jonathan Abram and Damon Arnett problem. That's not a fucking Derek Carr problem. Derek Carr has not had an elite receiver. Amari Cooper was still in the process of getting his feet under him and dropping footballs left and right by the time he was traded. Now he's Dak Prescott's number one. Khalil Mack, one of the best fucking outside linebackers in football. Was the best outside linebacker for a year or two? Not anymore, I don't think, because people know how to scheme against him. But you got rid of him, too? And you bring in some guy who hasn't coached in fucking 12 years and give him $100 million? Then you bring in a guy from NFL Network to run your team? What yeah. the fuck are these guys doing? It ain't worked out. Raiders fans, man. I said this a couple weeks ago when Gruden resigned, but you should be happy all this stuff's happening because you're getting the cancers out of the locker room, I think. I will say that. I mean, they're losing games, but I don't think there's anyone in that locker room that, and I don't know this, I'm not there, but that is like a me guy. Hey, Ruggs might be a me guy. Damon Arnett's a me guy. He had character issues in fucking college. And your fucking head coach was the biggest me guy. Yeah. Everything's always about John Gruden, whether it's TV, whether it's hard knocks, whether it's Monday Night Football, everything was always about Gruden. So, I don't know, man, but yeah, Raiders are done. Raiders are about done this year. Let's do one more thing before we take a break. Let's talk about the Buccaneers, man. They lost to the Washington football team 29-19 to yesterday. Yeah. Their second straight loss. They have not won a game since week, what are we at, 11? They haven't won a game since week 8 because they lost by week, by week lost. Eight. So, no, week 7 because they lost in week 8 to the Saints, week 9 by, week 10 loss. Yeah. So, what's up with the Buccaneers, man? Are they, are they still the team to beat? They're contenders, but are they the team to beat in the NFC? Is that, is that the crown jewel win for a team? Uh, I, still, I still think so. Just because they're still the defending Super Bowl champions. They still, they still have the GOAT at quarterback. Um, and it's... Dude, every, especially this year, we're seeing that it's so hard to predict what's going to happen. And it's, it's, it's really that any given Sunday motto. I mean, it's, that's been more true this year than I've ever seen in my life. I don't know if it's players are playing harder after maybe taking, you know, everything for granted, seeing last year, you know, not having fans, having every all the restrictions. Maybe they realize they were taking it for granted, so maybe they're playing a little harder now. I don't know, but I think the coaching has gotten a lot better around the league. The Obviously, technology is catching up, which means that people are figuring out, like, I don't know. There's so many stats and everything out there to figure out how to stop certain players. Um that's that's kind of way off topic, but um, I still think it's the Bucks to beat in the NFC. It, it, until you dethrone Tom Brady, he, they're 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 still top dog. I agree. I think they're the team to beat, but man, I don't know. I I would have felt so much better about this if the Rams won tonight. Yeah. Even just by fucking three points, I would have felt a lot better about this shit, but. Yeah, I agree, man. The Bucks are still the team to beat, but I mean, make no mistake, this team didn't do shit before Tom Brady showed up. Yeah, like they didn't even make the playoffs in a year with Jameis Winston, and if they did, they got bounced in the first round because I don't even remember when they made the playoffs. I don't think they made it once. This is still the same old Buccaneers outside of Tom Brady. Yeah, Mike Evans is great. Yeah, Godwin's a great slot receiver. Yeah, you got Gronk and you got fucking AB. Yeah, Devin White's cool. Yeah, you got a good second. Not secondary right now, but you got a good defense. Front seven. Uh, front seven. Yeah. But, so? They won seven games in 2019. 
Same fucking coaching staff, Leftwich, Arians. Everyone came back, and Brady was pissed. And they face the Giants on Monday Night Football next week, and the Giants going to get their fucking ass kicked. It's in Tampa, yeah, and it's like... That's a rough way to come off by. That's, yeah. <laughs> Just a little bit. But yeah, the Bucs are still the team to beat, man. Yeah. These are one of the games where every team has this. I mean, shit, the Chiefs lost to who? I mean... Uh, without the Titans' win was a, a bad one, but yeah. the Titans are really good. Without Derrick Henry, they're two and zero. I mean, even with Derrick Henry, the Titans lost to the Jets. I mean, right? It's it's any given Sunday this year. That's it's never been more true than this year. You have to win a title to be a part of this. But is Derrick Henry a Ewing theory? No. The team's two and zero. They lost yeah. the Jets with him. That team is so much better with Derrick Henry, though. Okay. I mean, and, and are the Broncos a Ewing theory? I mean, they lost to the Eagles, but... What do you mean? Oh, without Von Miller? Yeah. I think the Broncos just aren't very good. <laughs> okay, all right. I mean, they got Teddy It's hard Bird. to pinpoint the They got Teddy theories. Bridgewater at quarterback. Yeah. I think Ewing theory is something you kind of realize at the end of a career. You think so? Yeah. I, I, it only I counts so. if you won a title there, I feel like. Yeah. I don't. Or I, your team wins a title without you. Yeah. I don't know. It's a hard, it's a hard thing to... to like judge in my mind unless it actually happens. Carson Wentz is the ultimate Ewing theory. Yes, absolutely. Right. He's the, he is the Ewing theory in the NFL. Yeah. Um anyway, that's off topic. Yeah, the Bucks are still the team to beat, man. I don't really have much to say about this. I expect a win. I think they're going to bounce back. And look, the Buccaneers are about to turn it on. I know they haven't looked good the last 2 weeks. The Saints usually have their number, especially in the Superdome. Yeah. The Saints that was their Super Bowl. I don't think they're going to beat them in Tampa this year and they do play later on this year. Brady on the Patriots and last year on the Bucks, they turned it on in December. They went to Detroit, beat them like forty-eight to seven. They fucking had after they lost Monday night to the Rams and had the bye week where Brady and Arians had the the heart to heart basically. And Brady said, "Stop shit talking me and let me win you a fucking Super Bowl so we all get paid and we all get rings." And it worked. Um, this is about the time they started turning it on. I think this might be maybe the last loss they get this season. I'll have to look at their schedule. I don't think they have that hard of a schedule. I think strength of schedule, they have the hardest one remaining, but Bucks are loaded up, man. I'm not worried about this shit. Yeah. Brady looked old yesterday. I got to yeah. say that. I'm not going to sit here. And I mean, they lost Chase Young on the Washington defense, and he had two completions with two interceptions in like the middle of the second quarter. Yeah. Like, dude, you look 44 right now. Yeah, he didn't look good yesterday. Ever since he said on the Manning broadcast that defenses are like chasing dogs or dogs chasing cars, he's 0-2. That might be the new Madden curse, the Manning curse. <laughs> you brought that up. Well, say that for the listeners. I don't know if that's a thing that people know about. Yeah, so every uh, – I, I believe it was every starting quarterback that's appeared on the, uh, the Manning broadcast loses their next game. I don't have it on the top of my head, but I know Tom Brady lost the next week. Josh Allen. Josh Allen to the Russell Jags. Wilson. Russell Wilson. Um Mahomes. Yeah. Um, and there's one other one I can't yeah, think of. Jimmy? There's got to be someone. All I know is tonight there was no starting quarterbacks in the NFL on there. <laughs> you know there, was, there was Draymond Green, though. Draymond was on there? Draymond was on there. I thought they had a couple of different people. They had like Phil that. Mickelson, yeah. Draymond. They had Al Michaels. Al Michaels, yeah. yeah. And then they have one per quarter. I couldn't remember who the fourth quarter right. was, though. Yeah. How do you feel about Al Michaels, man? Who's your favorite football announcer? We haven't really had... We had to do segments like this. We always say we're going to do it in the summer, and then we never do. But, like, who's your favorite football announcer? I know you love you some uh, Gus Johnson. I was going to say that... I, I Football announcer... It's got to be Gus Johnson. Because for a football announcer, in my opinion, like, you got to be into it. Um, that's why I think college football announcers are so much fun to listen to because they are so much more into it than, you know, the Tony Romo... Like, Tony Romo's incredible. Don't get me wrong. I would rather listen to Tony Romo than anybody else. 
Mm. But I, I want to hear someone that's into it. And Gus Johnson, no matter who he's calling, he is into it. You know, he's screaming. He's, you know, probably spitting all over the place. Um, who do you can't stand? Who can I not stand? So I could tell you mine. You I know mine. Well, you know mine, too. What's yours? Say it. Iron Eagle. I don't know. There's just something about Iron Eagle. I can't Eagle. believe you don't fucking like Iron Eagle. Just because his fucking name. No, I don't... I don't know. Dude, he's a great announcer. Yeah, it's, well, it's hard for me to think about, like, announcers in football because, like, the Jaguars get the same one every week, usually. They usually get Spiro Didis every week. He's good, though. Yeah, I like Spiro Didis. Yeah, he's good on basketball. Yeah. Too, yeah. I can't stand Collinsworth, and I can't yeah, stand Charles fucking Davis, dude. Yeah, Charles Davis is bad, too. Dude, why the fuck does he keep... You know what, man? It is what it is. Let's take a break, man. Let's take a break real quick. When we come back... We're going to do some fancy football stuff. We're going to do some playoff picture outlooks for the NFL. And we're going to do, for the first time this season, because now we're in the double digits, teams we can write off for the entire 2021 season. All right, guys, and we are back. So we are going to discuss the teams that are on the precipice of being in the NFL playoffs this season, teams that we can probably write off. And then after that, we're going to do some fancy football talk. So let's start off here, man. The Tennessee Titans and the Packers. Those are two teams I just didn't expect to be first seed. Week 11 in the season atop their respective conferences. But the Titans are 8-2 and two atop of the AFC. The Packers are 8-2 and two atop the NFC. Let's go down here to who is on the bubble, man. The seventh seeds in each conference. We have the LA Chargers. Woo! Seventh seed in the AFC. The Carolina Panthers. Seventh seed in the NFC. That's insane. Yeah. So that's three teams from one division. Saints, Panthers, and Bucks. As of right now. Yeah. I don't think that stays. I actually think the Niners or Vikings can get in there. But let's start in the AFC, man. Let's go through all these teams. Okay. And you tell me who you think has a good chance of getting in, and then teams that we can write off. We have the Cincinnati Bengals. We have the Las Vegas Raiders. We have the Colts. We've got the Browns, the Broncos, the Dolphins, the Jets, and your Jaguars. The only ones... And the Texans. I, Sorry, and the Texans. The only teams out of that handful of teams I can see really making it are the Colts. I think they're going to make it. Um, they've been pretty hot lately. Uh, if the Bengals can figure stuff out, I think they could make it. Um, Browns are burnt toast. Raiders are burnt toast. Um, Browns are burnt toast. Yes. Explain this one. It's just Baker. Baker's holding back. I've, I've mm. come to the realization mm. that he ain't he ain't it. At least not right now. Um, Does he still love football? He loves football. He just ain't good at football right now. Okay. Um, I don't... I think the Browns might need to figure some stuff out this offseason. I think uh, the Patriots are a lock. They're getting hot at the right time. Greatest coach ever. Good old Mac Jones. Michael McCorkle. The table doesn't bang the way I want it to. Yeah. <laughs> um, Michael McCorkle, man. Defense is really good. Mac, Fuck. Dude, Mac Jones just doesn't make mistakes. Like, he just takes care of the ball. Yeah. Which is exactly what that offense needs. I get the baby. Yeah. I mean, he's throwing to Kendrick Bourne, Hunter Henry. I mean... Henry Henry's looked good the last couple weeks. Look really good. Yeah. So I think the a lot Patri- of red zone targets. I think Patriots, Colts, and uh, Bengals are probably the three out of that group. I think are the most likely. We're gonna keep track of this throughout the rest of the year. Let's write off. Let's do AFC first. Teams that we know just are done. So Texans, Jags, Jets, Dolphins, all done. Yeah. They're all seven losses or more. So let's just write them down. Okay. Are the Broncos done? I think so. Yeah. You said the Browns are done. Yes. Are the Colts done? No. Okay. Why is that? Uh, they're playing really well right now. Uh, I mean, Jonathan Taylor is Jonathan Taylor is a fucking beast. I mean, let's just 
Let's keep it a. You say they might go first overall in fantasy next year. I I think it's either gonna be him or Najee. Um, the, uh, I mean, that's a hot take to me. Najee being number one overall. It's just he's let just, him fall. He's me. he's the guy. Like you know what I mean? Right. Like, other teams have a backup. Like Najee is the guy. Um, but uh, the Colts, yeah, Carson Wentz. I mean, he's he's playing good enough. The defense is the defense is pretty good. Uh, offense is good. Offensive line is good. I just I and obviously I think Frank Reich's a really good coach. Um, I kind of shit on him a little bit earlier in the year, but I I this last group of games they've had Frank Reich's done a really good job. Um, yeah, so I I think the Colts are a lock at this point. Bengals, can they get in? I think they can get in. I think that their bye week came at a perfect time because they kind of started to uh, tumble a little bit. Um, I think. The rest is going to do some good for Joe Burrow because he was kind of getting knocked around a little bit the last couple of games. Uh, the defense has actually been surprisingly good this year. They had a bad last couple of games. Your boy, Jesse Bates. I love Jesse Bates. Um, offensive line is atrocious. That's that's the, obviously the number one concern. Um, I just think out of those teams, they're one of the better teams, so it wouldn't shock me if they got in. Can I give you the rundown of the top seven seeds and you tell me if it'll stay like this? Because the first four seeds are all division winners. The yeah. next three are just teams Wild with the best record. Yeah. AFC South, we got Titans. That's staying. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to be the first seed, but that's going to stay. AFC East, the Bills. I think that's staying. Patriots are right there. I'll go with the Bills. Ravens in the AFC North. Steelers are 5-3-1. and one. But Ben at COVID. Yeah. Mason Rudolph. It was a fucking tie. <laughs> I, I, I think Ravens stay on top of that one. This is where it gets interesting. AFC West, the Chiefs are six and four. Kind of like how we talked about the Cowboys earlier, how this is their test. The Chiefs got to prove themselves this week too. Again, yeah, yeah, they got to prove that they can do this on a consistent basis. Um, I, are I, they staying the lock? I think so. So these are the three wild card teams, man. Tell me if any of these three are going to make it. We talked about the Patriots; they're right there. Steelers. I think they're, they're going to get I, bounced out. I think they bounce, yeah, by the Bengals. It sounds like. Yeah, probably the Bengals. The LA Chargers. Do the Colts bounce them? I think so. Really? It's just when you look at the... I mean, the Colts still have games against the Texans and the Jaguars, whereas the Chargers don't have that luxury. Um, and the Colts are playing really well right now, whereas the Chargers are kind of kind of stumbling a little bit right now. Um, Your word was reeling. They are reeling, yes. Um, you also you got a rookie head that. coach. you got a second-year <laughs> quarterback. I mean... These things They're generally they generally don't happen in one year or two years. Next year is going to be a different story, but it wouldn't surprise me if, if they don't make the playoffs this year. So for the AFC, we got Houston, we got Jacksonville, we got the Jets, we got the Dolphins, Broncos, Browns, and Raiders. There's no other team we think we can write off. I agree with you. I mean, they're... Out of the 16, we have seven off the board in one week. Nine, w- nine teams are right there. I would say that you can maybe write off the Steelers, but I don't think yet. Okay. I think they give them a couple more weeks before we write them off. It's week 11. We'll give them a couple more weeks. Let's go with the top seeds in the NFC. Then we'll give you guys the teams that are on the precipice and teams we can write off. So the Packers are 8-2, and two, first in the NFC North. We can pencil them in. Yeah, that stays. Arizona Cardinals, first in the NFC West. They've lost two of their last three games. I think that stays. Cowboys, 7-2, and two, that, NFC East. That stays. Stop. Yeah. Buccaneers, 6-3, and three, NFC South. I think that stays just because I don't think the Saints are that good. We got the Rams at seven and three. That's they're absolutely in. We got the Saints at five and four. 
They out. They out? They out. Really? You're going to write them off? I'm not writing them off. I'm just saying I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. Okay. Carolina Panthers, seventh seed, 5-5 five and five in the NFC South. I think they're getting in. Seriously? I do. Okay, explain this. I think I, – I don't remember who I was listening to. Was it Tiki and Thierry or No, it was, it was on NFL Network. Okay. Cam, Cam Newton brings them a certain amount of energy and a certain amount of just – of swag to them. And I think that him coming back really has juiced up that locker room. No, no, no. Hold on. Stop. Sorry to cut you off. I'm back! I love that. That, that puts such a big smile on my face, Sorry. honestly. No, it's totally... Yeah, you're good. <laughs> but, um, I mean, McCaffrey's back. As long as McCaffrey stays healthy. The defense is getting healthy. They're getting J.C. Horn back. Uh, you like J.C. Horn. I do like J.C. You like Horn. your defense. Brian Burns is really, really good when he's not getting his ankle twisted by Mac Jones. Um, Hater. It is what it is. That was a dirty play. You said it was one of the dirtiest you've ever seen. It was. He twisted his ankle and then barrel rolled into him. Had that have been... No, I don't. I mean, it, <laughs> go ahead. It is man. what it is. But yeah, go ahead. I mean, go they ahead. got it's a good. Hassan Reddick, Derek Brown. The D line's really good. Um, Shaq Thompson's super underrated linebacker. Uh, I really like Matt Rule. Yeah, D- DJ Moore I think is going to be really, really valuable with Cam back. He's been inconsistent though. With super Sam inconsistent. Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold is the, PJ is the model of inconsistency. Right. Um, I just think with Cam, you know what you're getting. I mean, you're not going to get the 40-yard downfield bombs. You're going to get the quick slants. You're going to get the run game. Um, I, I, I think they get in. Let's do teams we could write off. Okay. Let's get these teams the fuck out of it. Dumpster juice. It's <laughs> What's that what TikTok video was like? This motherfucker, Jared Golf. This motherfucker sucks. <laughs> he ain't wrong. He does suck. Let's get the Lions out of here. Let's get the Bears out of here. The yeah, Bears aren't going to do nothing. Rookie yeah. quarterback uh, Matt Nagy. You said he's Matt Nagy. Matt Nagy's gone for this year. The Seattle Seahawks, they're done. Yeah. Wilson's not healthy. That team sucks. I actually think they trade him this offseason. I really do. I was thinking about that today, that they're going to trade him. I know him. it makes I, no sense, but. I also think Pete Carroll might retire after this year. He's 70. That's a hot take. He's 70. I know he's 70. He might still want to go, though. That team they, still has pieces. They just aren't good. If they trade Russ, I think Pete Carroll's going to retire. Your New York Giants. Sorry. They're done. They're done. The Washington organization. You know I love the Washington organization, but they're done. The Philadelphia Eagles. They're done. They're done? Yeah. Okay, why is that? It, they're just not – they're not there yet. I do think I actually – there's been a lot of talk about who, you know, what quarterback they're going to get. I actually really like Jalen Hurts. Yeah, why is that a conversation? Did he just draft this guy? He's played really well this year. I mean, Plus, you, you traded Carson Wentz for him to be your guy. Right. Like, you what have are you talking th- about? You have three first-round picks. Like, use it to build around Hurts. Give Hurts the, like, the keys. I didn't realize. We always, a couple pods ago, we, we did the, the slobber fest on fucking Burrow and Chase. The Hurts and Smith hookup? It's becoming a very fun thing to watch. That's another one of those college hookups. Yeah. No pun. The Atlanta Falcons. Not yet. Seriously, dude? No, wait, no. Patterson's hurt. Yeah, they're done. Okay, thank you. I was going to say, Patterson's out. I forgot Patterson was out. (laughs) I know know there's no cameras. I always do this little smirk and look down at Al when it's a team that he just fucking hates or it's a coach he can't stand. Your favorite guy. Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers. Do they have a chance to make the playoffs? No. They look really good tonight. That's fine. They don't get... He always looks good against Sean McVay. Which is very odd. Uh, well, they coach together, so not really. 
Why um, Why do you say that? As long as Jimmy G is our starting quarterback, they ain't going nowhere. That's all it is. He's going to have games like tonight. Me and you talked about it during the game, where he's going to look like a really, really good game-managing quarterback. But when it's bad, it's bad. I mean, and I'm talking like Mike White, four interceptions on Sunday bad. Oh, Lord. The Minnesota Vikings. They ain't done yet. I don't think so either. Yeah, I don't think they're. They've been in three or four of those games they've lost. They could easily have seven wins. They could be like, yeah, seven and three, eight and two. They could be good. Yeah, they shoot themselves in the foot more than any other team. Fucking every time. They should have won the Arizona game. They should have beat Baltimore. They should have beat really good teams and Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah, man. The Vikings really should be like seven and three, eight and two. So here's what we got in the NFC. We have one last team that we have in the AFC, but we got the Lions, the Bears, the Seahawks, the Giants, the Falcons, and the 49ers. We're gonna keep. Um, the Eagles in there. I'm going to keep them in there personally. Yeah, I, I don't blame you. I, Excuse me. Wouldn't surprise me if they... We'll keep the Vikings. We'll keep the Eagles. Is there another team we're keeping? Did I cross off six? Yeah, we did. So overall, we still have nine teams in each one. So I guess we crossed off... Uh, what do we have? No, we got seven AFC. Who who are we missing? In the which we, conference? In the NFC. We got the Vikings. We got the Eagles. Washington. Yeah, Washington's done. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, they okay, that's the one else. So we got seven teams we rolled off right away. Nine teams in each conference are still in it. Only seven can make the playoffs. That's probably pretty accurate for week 11. I feel pretty so. good about that. Yeah. Any of those teams come back, I do think it'll be the Niners. I do. That's fair. Um, they finally broke that home fucking lose streak, which was horrible. So that's good for them. Let's get into fantasy football, man. Let's talk about week 10. I'm going to let you go first, man. Ugh. You put up a TikTok video a few weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, Subaru Tyler, Tyler Sullivan, someone that we play fantasy football with, someone that's in the group chat with us, went and commented, how's that going for you, Al? And boy, did that grind your gears, that boiled your blood, that made you sweat. Yeah. So tell us how your week 10 went. So even though I'm three and six, I hadn't had that, you know, every person gets that 70 to 80 point week. And I got mine this week, which came at the worst time imaginable. Uh, But I've never been a part of a week where my team like just had this much bad luck. I mean, McCaffrey had three touchdowns vultured from him. Swift had two vultured from him. I mean, Gusecki had no points. Cordero Patterson had four. I mean, AJ Brown, 2.8. I mean, I had no touchdowns on my team. Lamar had a passing touchdown. That's it. I mean, I've no, I have I don't remember having anything like this before. It's it, it was like literally – I knew – after Thursday, I knew I didn't have a chance. I mean, I had <laughs> – Lamar got 15, Gusecki had none, and then Raven Stevens had seven. I was like, there's Gusecki no – Gusecki having nothing is fucking bad. And I had, I had Dan Arnold in my lineup until literally Thursday afternoon. But, I mean, even if I started Dan, Ar- Dan Arnold, it wouldn't have made a difference. Um, How much you lose by? Uh, fuck. Sorry, I hate to bring it up. Uh, 50. Oh, wow. Oh, he had a lot of people tonight. Yeah, he. well, that's the thing. He had Cup, Elijah Mitchell, Kittle, mm-hmm. and his defense tonight. Okay. Yeah. Um, gotcha. Yeah, Cup still put up numbers. Jesus Christ, man. At a, crazy. At 3-7 and seven now, Patterson's out. I think I'm probably toast at this point. At this point, I'm probably hoping to get in the consolation bracket and hopefully get to third place um just because at this point there's four games left and i'm two games back of a playoff spot which ain't easy um so wait the consolation bracket but you get third place what does that mean you get bronze no but like you get third place in the league overall 
Well, you, you have to win the bracket. It's just like the playoff bracket. Like, when you lose in the playoff bracket, you get brought down to the consolation bracket. Right. So it's like, I could still win and get the third place, but... Because the only teams that don't make it are the 9 and 10 seed. Yeah. We have a 10-man league to yeah. add uh, context. So eight teams make it, but two are consolation teams. The other six are actually playing for the ring. Yeah. Okay. So if you are the 7 or 8 seed, you can't compete for the ring. No. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. So... Let's 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 go to the other side of one of these kind of things. I redid my team a couple weeks ago. Me and you made a trade. I got Dak Prescott and Jay Jeff, Justin Jefferson for DeAndre Swift. Who else did I give you? Uh, Debo Samuel. No, who the fuck was it? I don't remember this point. It is one of this. Let me. Admit. 142 points on this side. The Prescott and Lamb hookup was there all day long. 52 points alone by them. I'll take that all day. Justin Jefferson. Had nine catches on 11 targets for 143 yards. He had 18 and a half points. Eckhart, 13.4. I'll take that. That's respectable. I'll take yeah. that any day of the week from a running back. My boy Najee Harris, who has not had less than 15 points in a week since week one. 15.3. Literally the same as last week. I'll take 15 any day of the week. Kyle Pitts continues to be the letdown on my team of the year, but I understand it. He's the number one guy. Even with Corderell going crazy. He's fucking huge. You might want to pick up a tight end to start next week. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what's going on. Um, Kyle Pitts only eight points. He had a couple of good games. One of them, I sat him. That was a game in London. He had 22 and a half. Uh, the next week, he had 19.5 after the bye. I started him and got advantage of that. But haven't had very many big games from him. I started Mike Gallup because Rashad Bateman against the Dolphins. He had 11 points, but I just wasn't too sure about it. And Jamar Chase was on a bye. And I just didn't feel like starting Tony Pollard or J.D. McKissick. I just wasn't going to do that. Gallup came off the IR. He's Dak's favorite target, if you ask me, if you ask a lot of people. So I was like, you know, fuck it. I'll put Gallup in there. He's not going to get much more than probably eight, nine points. He only got five, but still won. It still managed. Chris Boswell, 12 points in the tie. And New England's defense, 17 points against the Browns. Let me tell you what they did to your boy Baker. Seven points allowed, five sacks, a pick, two four down stops, and four tackles for loss. And they only allowed seven to 13 points. Mm. Take that all day long. New England's defense in the last four weeks. We were discussing this with George. Uh, let me add this up. They have 72.5 points in the last four weeks. That is 18 points a week on your defense. Both my running backs didn't do that. Jay Jeff barely did that. Yeah. 18 points a week on your defense. That's tough That's to insane. beat, man. I've won four straight games in a row now. I have won every game I've played in since I changed my name to Herbert's Horrible Hairstyle and put a photo of Justin Herbert. Fun fact. Hmm. So I'm not changing that shit at all. After this, I'm going to be, I believe, fifth seed overall in the league. I started off 0-4. Don't call me the comeback kid. I'm the comeback king. That's the name of this fucking episode. I remember what all you motherfuckers said about me in the group chat. I remember what Rick said. What fucking Tyler said. What Seth said. Shit, what you fucking said. I remember what all y'all said about me. Oh, do I remember every fucking thing. I don't let it eat me up. I don't, I don't let it eat me up. I don't forget it, but I don't sit there and fucking, oh, I don't do that shit. You got to really fuck me over for me to be like, nah, Duke, we ain't cool no more. But boy, do I remember all the shit talk. Tower, tell me how I ain't shit. I'm a fucking, I'm a fake Packer fan. Send me the score of the fucking game. Tell me he's going to beat my ass. Tell me I'm a fucking pussy. Tell me how my Derrick Henry take was bad. What happened to Derrick Henry? He's hurt. And what happens when players are hurt? The IR. And what does that mean for the fantasy value? Not good. No, it tanks. I was looking for you to say it fucking tanks, Al. I beat Rick's fucking ass this week. Doubled his fucking points. Fuck out of here with that jerky bitch-ass league. 
150 to 128 week one, talking about how I ain't shit. He wouldn't pick up my fucking phone calls when I wanted to play in the other league because he knew I'd fucking mop the floor with him like I did this goddamn week. Don't get me started out on my third fucking blue I'm moon. I'm not saying anything. Mop the fucking floor with them. That bucket is dirty. Dump that bullshit. I found a fucking pot. I found a condom in that shit. Man, I'm fucking coming. And you boys better fucking realize it right about now. I've won four in a row. Seth, don't fucking text me on how I got the best roster and you're happy for me. Boy, you ain't fucking happy for me. I'm seeing you week 12. Tyra, don't tell me how I'm going to fucking kill you and beat your ass. Don't tell me that shit. This reverse jinx bullshit ain't going to work on me. It's like that one meme. That's all I got to say, man. <laughs> it is what it is. I'm not going to get too high on this. I'm 5-5. Five and five, Started 0-4. I've won five of my last six. I've beaten George. I've beaten Rick. I've beaten your dad. I've beaten fucking Sugar Pizza. I beat Tatanko and it was the first seed. When I had fucking CD, Najee, Keenan Allen, and fucking who else was out? When I had all of them out? No, no, no. You want me to keep quiet? All of them were out and I won. That's all I got to say, man. Okay. Let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to do our picks. We're going to get out of here. All right, guys, and we are back. We're going to do our week 11 picks, and we are going to get out of here. So for week 10, man, let's go back. This isn't bad. It's getting bad. Seth won yet again. He was 8-5 and five on the week, and me and Travis were 6-7. and seven. Al, you were 5-8. and eight. Not a very good week for picks for any of us except Seth. Overall records on the year now, Seth has 149. He is the first player to reach 100 wins in the picks this year. I'm the next closest. I'm 12 games back at 88-61. and 61. Al, you are 87 and 62 in third place. Travis is fourth at 86 and 63. Standings on the year. We have Seth at six and four. He's atop the whole league. Al, you're four and six, not trailing much. Travis is three and seven in third place. I am fourth. I am one and nine, dude. Mm. One and nine. Not a very good season this year. No. I can't get it right. It's been a rough season. It's been a rough one. COVID's still around, so you got to change picks. The Lions-Steelers one would have really helped me if they would have won. I mean, any win at this point will help. I mean, set this up 12 games. Yeah. But it is what it is, man. So let's start off Thursday Night Football. We have the New England Patriots at the Atlanta Falcons. Al, who do you got and why? Patriots. I mean, it's just... They're rolling. Falcons just lost their most explosive player. Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick. <laughs> is going to take Coppets out of the game. Yeah. I mean, because really, without, it was without, Corderell, but without Patterson, there's, I mean, nobody, no one else to throw to. I mean, who are you going to take out of the game? Zacchaeus? Right. No. Russell Gage? No. Calvin Ridley? No, we taking, we taking Pitts out of the game. Yeah, we're taking Pitts out of that shit. 10 a.m., man. Let's go. Sunday, we got Ravens and Bears. Gosh, Soldier a, Field. That shit's a wrap. Who do you got? Baltimore. Okay. Why is that? They're the better team. I don't even think it's close. I don't feel great about it. I'm going to go Baltimore. I feel, like should, I feel like the Bears could pull this off. They could. I mean, they're off a bye. Yeah, they've had two weeks to prepare, but the Dolphins are coming off a bad loss. If the Dolphins were, uh, or sorry, the Ravens are coming off a bad loss to the Dolphins. If the Ravens were coming off a really good win, I'd say they're riding high and are due for a loss kind of thing, but they're not going to lose back-to-back to the fucking Dolphins and Bears. They have yeah. 10 days to go home, regroup, get their shit together, and then go to Chicago. I got Ravens. An NFC North matchup. We have the Green Bay Packers for the first time this year playing the Minnesota Vikings from Minneapolis. Who do you got? It's in Minneapolis? Yep. I'll go Vikings. Why is that? I just feel like they usually get Rodgers once, and I think it would happen at in Minnesota rather than in Green Bay. I might, I might change that before Sunday. But. I have Green Bay because the opposing quarterback is Kirk Cousins. 
And, yeah, they won this last week, but he didn't look good. I mean, Jay Jeff looked good because he caught the ball on a four-yard slant and ran 20 three or four different times. Nah, man. I mean, I know it's at home, but stop. And, uh, dude, I swear to God, if the Packers lose after the Chargers lose to the Vikings, like, I just don't know what I'm going to do with myself. And then if I lose Week 12 in fantasy, I don't even know what I'm going to do with myself, man. Here we go. We got Colts and Bills. Mm. Tough one. Somehow it's tough. Feels like it shouldn't be, but it is. I'm going to go Colts. Why is that? Colts are hot right now. Colts are feeling themselves? Yeah. I think the Bills kind of need another little wake-me-up. After that Jacksonville loss, didn't they have a bye? No, they beat the Jets. Oh, yeah. I mean... 45-17. Yeah. This one's at home. It's a rematch of the playoff game last year that was close. It was Philip Rivers at quarterback instead of Carson Wienerschnitzel. But I'm still going to go with the Bills. I think they have a better overall team. I just... I don't know. I, I... I will never go for Carson Wentz, bro. I just think I it's one of those things. Like, I just, I can't trust you. Like, how am I going to be able to trust you with money, trust you with not throwing a pick, making a horrible decision in the end zone? Yeah. I can't go with that over Josh Allen. In Buffalo, I got Bills. Lions or Browns? Lions. I'm taking until they win. That's the only reason? And I actually think that they're going to win. I disagree. Uh, I'll give my pick for Thanksgiving for one of the games. I think they beat the Bears on Thanksgiving in Detroit. That's just me. This week, the Browns are going to... Because the Browns, look, man, this is like, this is like desperation mode. Like Stefanski knows that like he may not be there with Baker next year. Not that he'll get fired, but Baker may not be there. They just got rid of Odell Beckham. This is one of those games where it's like you got to prove it to me. Like yeah. we got shellacked. We yeah. looked bad last week. I got Browns not one. Lions. Why? Why should I believe in them? Biting kneecaps. They scored sixteen points in a fucking tie against Mason Rudolph and Pat Freermuth. Keep believing. The fuck are we talking about? Washington football team at Panthers. The Panthers. Riverboat Ron reunion special. Panthers. Why is that? Better team. I got Panthers because the Cam Newton effect. Yeah. I think it lasts one more week. I think this whole swagger of having him back and the, I'm back. The way he said that, I just hated it though. I'm like, your voice is deeper than that, right? Like, he sounded like Pat Mahomes and Sean McVay. Sounded like a pussy. It made me smile. I thought, I don't know. Don't there, sound like a grandpa. When there you was do something it. about it that made me happy. But don't, don't sound like a grandpa. Okay. I'm back? Sure, you can be back, but like, say it like a man. Like, I'm back, bitch. That's what I fucking say. I got Panthers, though, man. Cam Newton effect. They got swag. McCaffrey's back. McCaffrey had mm. a great game. Yeah, it looked really 22 good. points in fantasy, 21 and a half. No touchdown. That's a great game. He could have had 40, 45. Right. If he if didn't I'm get vultured. Yeah. Didn't Chuba have two of them? Chuba had one. Cam had a rushing and a passing at the yeah. one-yard line. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Texans and Titans. Oh, Titans. That's... Yeah. Tennessee's on a roll right now. If if New England didn't have such a dominant defense, I'd say Tennessee has the hottest defense in the football, uh, National Football League. You know who has them both on their fantasy team? What what uh, what number coach would you put Vrabel at? Like top what? He's top seven. He's top eight. Okay, that's kind of like what they I was They've made thinking. an AFC title game with them. Yeah. they. He's been a coach of the year. I think he has. I don't think so. No? Uh-uh. He should be. Because Stefanski won it last year. Right. Who won it the year before? Was it Shanahan? I. It might have been Shanahan. I don't know. Let me look. I'll yeah, look we look into that. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Let's keep it going. Oh, this one's going to be spicy. Niners or Jags? You I'm hate t- the t- Niners. I'm taking Jags. Why is that? Um... The, I mean, it's really just the the east the coast to coast thing is not a joke. Like that's an actual thing, and 
I think the Niners are going to be feeling real good after that win. And I don't know. I, I It just has trap game written all over it. Okay. They're going down to Florida. It's hot and humid. It's a 10 a.m. game. It does feel like a trap game, but I feel like Jacksonville, didn't they win this last week or they lost? Um, they lost. They lost, yeah, to the Colts. Yeah. They were in that game, though. What's up? Uh, Mike Vrabel did not win Coach of the Year. It was Who won in 2019? John Harbaugh. Oh, what? Because they were 14-2. and two. Lamar Jackson, yeah. And then the year before that was Matt, Matt Nagy. No fucking shot. It was the year they Matt were, Nagy won Coach of the Year? They were 12-4 and four that year. So that, fucking what? Because that defense. He was a rookie coach. Yeah. With that, that defense was unreal. No, that quarterback. And then was last year was Kevin Stefanski. His name is Here we go, man. Niners and Jags. I'm going to go San Fran right now. I might change this one. I have no reason to believe in Jacksonville. Why the fuck should I believe in them? You shouldn't. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Dolphins and Jets. Let's keep it rolling. 10 a.m. games. I'm going to go Jets. Nine games slate. Why do you got Jets? I don't know. I just, I just got a feeling. Mike White? This is a bad game. This it's is really horrible. Bad. Really bad. Dolphins going back-to-back wins, though. You know they ain't doing no shit like that. The no. Dolphins are bad, man. So They're are the really Jets, bad. but I got Jets, too. I got Jets. Last morning game, Saints at Eagles. I'm going Trevor Philly. Trevor Simeon versus Jalen Hurts. I'm going Philly. Okay. I'm going to go Philly, too. That run game is alive and well. Devontae Smith is having a coming out party right about now. Looking, He's making a late case for Offensive Rookie of the Year. Yeah, absolutely. Devontae Smith is there. Michael McCorkle's there. Jamar Chase should still be there. Najee Harris is there. Yeah. There's a lot of motherfuckers, man. That is a wide open race. There's four people we just named. Yeah, I'm going to go fill in that one, too. I don't feel good about the Saints. They lost to the Titans. It was a close game, but... Excuse me, it's only so long that Peyton can make Simeon look yeah. as good as he's looked. I'm going to go Eagles. 105 and 125. Only have three games. This afternoon's going to suck. First game, we got Bengals at Raiders. I'm going Bengals. Why is that? Coming off a of bye, I think that they're going to be hungry because they kind of limped into their bye week. better be hungry. They limped into their bye week. Yeah. Um... And the Raiders, it's just the Raiders are tumbling. I got Cincy as well for the simple fact that I think they have real playoff hopes. And games like this, you've got to win if you want to get in. Yeah. It's not going to get much easier than a team that is absolutely... Their spirit is broken. That's just the best way to put it. Their spirit is decimated. It's broken. They have no idea who they are or what they want to do right now. They don't know if they're an offensive team, a defensive team. I don't know who's good over there. Darren Waller hasn't done anything this year. The Bengals, I, I don't feel that unsure about. I, I know I like Burrow and Chase. And they have a bye week they're coming off of. They have two weeks to prepare. I'm going to go Bengals. America's Game of the Week, our personal Game of the Week. We haven't done a lot of Game of the Weeks this year. I've realized that. I yeah. leave that in the bye weeks out. Well, I'm going to get back to doing that shit. Game of the Week, man. we got the Dallas Cowboys in Kansas City against the Red Hot Chiefs. I'm going Chiefs. How about those Chiefs? Why are you going Chiefs? Uh, last week, maybe, believe. I think they're back. You think they're back? I think they are back. You don't think it's a team that they took advantage of, division rival they got up for? I think they're back. I'm going to go Kansas City for a different reason. I don't think they're a team that is back. I think they may still have trouble scoring the ball and then making people not score. And I don't think that's going to be a shootout. I'll see. I'll say 29-26. It'll be an odd score, though. It'll be an okay. odd score. I... I don't wish for this in sports. I feel like someone may get hurt on Dallas. I don't think it'll be the quarterback. I just feel like it's one of those games that's cold weather. A lot of shit's happening. I just, I don't know. It might be a slow start. 
I'm gonna go Casey as well, but man, I need Prescott and Lamb to hook up a little bit. Yeah. Pause, man. I need that shit to happen on Sunday. Because I got a big, big test against Tyler, and I mean everyone's telling me his team's dead, or oh, my team is dead. Man, when you start saying that shit about your own team, I don't believe that stuff, man. That's reverse jinx all day. I need my guys to show up. But I got Chiefs. Last afternoon game, this shit sucks. Cardinals are Seahawks. Yeah, it's Cardinals. Cole McCoy. I don't think Kyler's coming back to for the bye. Or I, I, Hopkins. I think Cardinals win. The Seahawks give you no reason to believe in them right now. They don't, but I'm still going to go with them for some reason. Russell Wilson at home. Cardinals, Colt McCoy. I, I, they're not going to pull a Niners like they did a couple weeks ago. That's because there was no game tape on Colt McCoy. They, they didn't know until game time that Kyler and D-Hop weren't going to be there. They had no idea how to defend it. They were not prepared for it at all. The Seahawks, they know they need to. I think they have this weird thing, and they should believe in themselves, but they think they could probably still make the playoffs too. This would be a good division win over the Cardinals. It would mean a lot for them. So I'm going to go Seattle. Uh, I got Seattle on that one. I think Russell Wilson will make a little bit of a statement. He knows people are kind of chirping about him. Will he be there? Will he not be there? I'm going to go Seattle on that one. Sunday Night Football, we got Steelers at Chargers. Is Big Ben back? He tested positive Saturday night. I think he's iffy. Just depends on his testing or whatever. Because he's vaxxed. Yeah, so it just depends on if he can post negative tests. Because if it's Mason Rudolph, I'm going Chargers. I'm going Chargers either way. Okay, make the case. Uh, I think it's a bounce back. I don't think TJ Watt's going to play. Mm, he got he got uh, ankle and hip injury last week. So that I think, boy. Yeah. Boy needs a hip. <laughs> don't we all? I'm going to go Chargers as well, man. I like Najee. Here's the thing. The Chargers, I think, have the worst run defense in football. Dumb. Cook has run all over them. Name whoever you want. I think Jacobs ran all over them in that Monday night game. They can't stop that to save their damn life. It's like a nosebleed. It just yeah. 12 people cannot help that shit. But it's Mason Rudolph. T.J. Watt may not be there. It's a home game for the Chargers. Prime time. There's going to be 70,000 Steeler fans. It'll really be a, a home game for the Steelers. Oh, yeah. 100%. But I got Chargers. It'll be close. It's going to come out of the wire, and it's going to be a last-second field goal or a minute 50 to go. Uh, I know it's not Money Badger, but whoever's the Chargers kicker, I can't even think Hopkins. of a damn kicker. Oh, yeah, Dustin Hopkins. You know He's going to kick a field goal. It'll be a close game. I'm going to say 23-20 Chargers on that one. I got Chargers as well. Monday Night Football, we got the New York Giants at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Good luck, Giants. That boy Tom Brady ain't happy right now. He's not happy. This is about the time the Buccaneers get hot. They're at home, Monday Night Football. I got Bucks. Have they had their bye week yet? They did. Yeah. Last week. Yeah. Okay. This is like last year where they could take a bye and regroup and stuff. Okay. So here we go, man. Bye week is Broncos and Rams. Anything else you want to get into? Anything else? Nah. We only disagreed on a few different teams. I got Green Bay. You got Minnesota. I got Bills. You got Colts. I got the Browns. You have the Lions for some reason. I have the Niners. You have your Jags. And then I have the Cardinals. You have the – or sorry. I have the Seahawks. You have the Cardinals. That's it. Only five different games. So we'll see what happens. We got to start climbing back a little bit. Yeah. Anything else on fantasy? Anything you want to announce? Anything you want to talk about? Anything we missed? No. Anything you want to say to the listeners? Some of them do make it this far. I miss Cordero Patterson already. If you guys have made it... <laughs> I'm not going to respond to that. If you guys have made it this far, thank you very much for listening. I appreciate you very much. We'll still stay consistent with this thing. I hope George is back next week. George, thank you for listening all the way through. I know you are. Take care. It's 10 years old. Go listen to that shit because it's classic. And we will see you guys later. Have a good night.